Hello everyone and welcome back to more Knowing Wheel. Yesterday we return with yet another episode, episode 69 in fact, of the series, which of course on any podcast or any show in the world is of course a huge, huge milestone. I think, Jamie, you had organised to bring the confetti for this, hadn't you? Uh, that I missed that memo, unfortunately. Confetti yes, and party poppers. We, we are here, definitely, yeah, you can you can say that. Wave, wave to the camera, Jamie, as always. Hello. I don't have waved in the wrong direction there, but we move. This is already, I think, one of the worst intros we've done to a show, and on such a glorious occasion as today. But yes, hello everyone, and welcome back to more Knowing Wheel. Of course, it's the summer break still in the world of Formula 1, which in many ways is good. Uh, you know, it, it was meant to give us a bit of a chance to relax. Unfortunately, Jamie decided he would go away during the most chaotic week ever in the world of Formula 1. But at the time of recording this, we're actually planning ahead. Um, so I apologise now when... I don't know. Lewis Hamilton's announced a shock joining Ferrari for the second half of the year or something. And he's joined by Max Verstappen or something mad like that or something crazy's happened. I'll be honest, this is being recorded, I think, just over a week in advance. So when we yes. get something wrong, that that's the mood we're going with today. But of course, as always, you know, if you're new to the podcast, definitely if you're watching this on YouTube, check out the links down below. Spotify, uh, we've got Bybit, we've got Clips, everything like that. You know, definitely would recommend going and checking it out. But before we get into it, though, Jamie, how how are we doing today, mate? I'm good. Yeah, I've uh, we we're recording a bit later because one of us was late. Uh, yes, one of us was session. late to our three <laughs> o'clock recording. <laughs> yes, uh, but no, I'm good, and we're here to review our preseason predictions because that's a classic thing to do oh. in an F1 summer break. <laughs> um, I think we should start though with our with our race by race predictions. Just do a little rundown of the scores for that. Do we want to? Um, I mean, this is going to be an uncoordinated mess today. Do we want to go through our each bold predictions when we get to that team? Yeah, yeah. I meant actually the race by race, like who's winning in the predictions table. Oh, right. You just want to bring up that up again because yeah, you're yeah. eggy as all, well, nothing else on earth. Um, it hasn't actually been updated, but I think I'm on 49. And no, yes, I'm on 49. You're on 34. Oh. So it's, oh! not it's not looking good for Matt. How am I 15 points back just through you being eggy? That's what I don't get. It's just it's just pure like, real knowledge. I, I genuinely reckon I've made as many, if not more, correct like general podium predictions. Yeah, but I'm it's just getting bang just on. Just the fact you get far too many just BS ones bang on there at we go. this point of the championship. But yeah, as Jamie mentioned though, uh, today we're going to be jumping in and looking back to. I've actually got the podcast up at the moment. The 15th of March, this show went live. So we probably did it the night before on the 14th of March. So that was five months ago. You know, we'd seen all the car reveals, we sort of spoke about the hype, everything like that. And then we jumped in and predicted not only actually all the teams, but also where we thought all the drivers would finish in 2022. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go in the uh, reverse championship order for the actual results so far in 2022. So we're obviously going to kick it off with Williams, then get all the way up to Red Bull at the top of the championship. So Williams then, first of all, Jamie, I guess we should probably talk about the teams a little bit as well, shouldn't we? Um... Williams, it's not been... It's been weird, hasn't it? Like, they're last mm. by a long shot, but it doesn't feel like an absolute disaster of a season so far. No, it doesn't feel like they've been cut adrift. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been really weird because they were probably better last season um, in terms of the pace. And certainly, I think, 
George Qualified, Russell up with that massively. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, there's a bit, there's an air of positivity, which is always nice at Williams. But they've also not really done very much. I think Albon got a point at Australia and then two points in Miami. And that's been it so far. Latifi got that one Q3 at Silverstone has done nothing else at all all season. And yeah, they all seem quite happy. So I'm happy for them. But it's like, yeah, they are last. What, what yeah. are they smiling about exactly, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit weird down down at Williams still. But do you know where you predicted Williams to finish this year? I either put them ninth or 10th, I think. But I think you it was ninth. put them 10th. Oh, so, bang so that's on. immediately that. a point on the board for Jamie183. There we go. I might have predicted them P8, which was better than my earlier. Like when we were going through all the mm. uh, car reveals, things like that. I, I think at one point apparently said fifth place. I, I don't did. remember saying that. There's, there's no, no it was evidence in like January. We were, to support we were that. deep in the winter break and you we lost did. it a bit. And I, yeah, I was still sad after <laughs> Abu Dhabi. So I, I, but I predicted Williams eighth overall, which to be fair. You know, we get another Belgian from last year. Isn't technically impossible. Uh, they are, what, 20... 24 what points 24 back. 24 points. So if, if Nicolas Latifi wins Belgian Grand Prix... They're they straight could, back in it. They're straight back in it, yeah. I don't see them beating Alfa Tauri and Aston Martin, to be perfectly honest. Nor do I. Um, <laughs> but a boy can dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and shall we go on to each of the teams, apart from Haas for some reason... We did a, a bold prediction alongside our livery reveals and stuff like that. Um, so for us, uh, I've got this open. I don't know if you have as well. I have as well. Um, you predicted <laughs> one podium. It could still happen. <laughs> it could happen. We were at this stage last year and they hadn't got a podium and then George Russell got one. So you never know. It, stranger things have happened. However, my other prediction... Your second one actually looks all right. You never, you never know about that either, which is Red Bull powered by 2023 which there's not been massive talks but we've been speaking about it a bit in the previous podcast it certainly won't happen next year but i don't think it's impossible in the near future no no certainly not and uh my my bold prediction actually looks pretty decent i mean bold is a it's very safe a bit of an exaggeration (laughs) for your prediction i i was predicting bold here you you've just been bold with your prediction like a bold uh, person. Yeah, yeah. Zero poles, zero wins. Bottom two constructors, less than 10 points. All looks pretty good. Depressingly so accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry to the Williams team, but um, yeah, I'm right. So I'll take it. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to get that podium this weekend. It's yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely <laughs> great. Uh, in terms of drivers' championship, though, you predicted Latifi in 20th and Alex Albon in P19. Which isn't far out, to be that fair. That is right, that is right at the minute. I predicted Alvin 15th and Latifi 16th. Which isn't Which isn't quite as accurate, if I'm not mistaken. No. I don't think Alvin's... No, they no, are Alvin, 19th, 20th. They are 19th, 20th now, aren't they? Because Mick Schumacher's got his finger out his rear yeah. end. Uh, yeah, out, yeah. out of his exhaust pipe. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> Alvin could still outscore, you know, Stroll, Zhou, Guan Yu. He could get up to P17. Latifi, I don't have any hope. as well. He, well, yeah, he's going to need a bit more of a miracle to get past Sonoda and Shumi, but we'll wait and see. You never know. A, a boy can dream. Yeah, I don't see Latifi scoring at all. No, no, before exactly. He gets, gets I think out at the end of the season. Putting Latifi any more than the last there was probably not great. Um, should we move on then up the grid slightly? Should we? Should we yeah, head up to Aston Martin? So. Yeah, Aston Martin next in ninth place in real life. Um, 
I don't know where I put them, but I feel like it probably wasn't ninth. It was not. No, that's a shame. Where, you, did, where did I put them? Jamie put them eighth, and I put them seventh. Okay, so, so we were pretty both negative. Of us, both of us still fairly negative, but believing in Aston Martin more than they really have delivered this year. Yeah, and to be fair to them, they, they're not far off AlphaTauri or Haas uh, in the points, so that could be something they aspire to. And their race pace has been more decent in the like second half of the first half of the season. So it could be something they move on to, but neither of us correct on that one. Uh, Drivers-wise, do you know if you got that up? Um, so I predicted Seb 11th and Lance Stroll 12th. They're currently 14th and 18th. I've which, been optimistic so far. Yeah, at least you had Seb beating Stroll. Yeah, positive. That's always reassuring. And you had them, Seb 15th, Stroll 17th. Ooh, that's not that bad. One out on each. I'll take that. You've done pretty well there so far. Done pretty well there so far. And our bold prediction for Aston Martin. Probably the highlight of our video. um, Both of our bold predictions for these. Um, Well, less about the first part of each of us. Because you put zero poles at one podium. I was predicting a lot of podiums for different teams in 2022. Yeah, I put one pole and zero wins. One podium each. Which I don't see happening. I reckon maybe they could sneak a podium somewhere, but certainly not a pole position. I don't think so. <laughs> um, uh, but our second part each, you had Sebastian Vettel to retire. I got it in one! one. Which is bang on, as we I, know. I see a sad and disappointed man when I know one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I had Hulkenberg to drive because of COVID. Which, which you got bang on. instantly became correct. I mean, you have, again, just like you do in all of our predictions... Absolutely egged that, but fair yeah. play to you. Fair play to you. I'll give you credit where it's due. Um, but I mean, again, Aston Martin this year, it's not been great, has it for them either? You know, we're going to lose seven at the end of the year. Alonso's going to absolutely destroy the team from the inside out. <laughs> um, next year, I mean, he's just gonna. I mean, Stroll's just going to be in tears most of next season. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it still is talks about. Apparently, Lawrence Stroll is way too hands on, and of course, is good at selling Ralph Lauren rather than Formula 1 cars, but, you know, we, we move. Yeah, um, I think there's a bit of hope because obviously the, the theme of the recent races has been like, you've got Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes covering the top six positions if they all finish. Lando, um, Norris, the Alpines, and like, then you've got you've one got point. You've got Norris and an Alpine duo, and then that final point has been going to Aston recently, four out of the last five races. They've got ninth or tenth. Which obviously isn't great, but if they keep on doing that, obviously the likes of Alfatari and Haas and Alfa Romeo aren't going to be scoring points. So they could they could move up the order with their race pace, but it's yeah, it's not looking amazing if they're aspiring for P nine on a best best case scenario. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but that being said, they have had the most progress of any team in terms of pace this year. You know, the mm. big upgrades they brought to Spain didn't quite work out that weekend, but since then have been very very good. Um, so, you know, they, they're definitely going in the right direction, aren't they, still, Aston Martin? But Yeah, and they're it's... improving their driver lineup next season as well. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to get controversial, but <laughs> it's a very, very good point. Yes, shall we move on to... We shall. Probably, I would say, one of the most disappointing teams this season. Weirdly so, isn't it? Now, mm, Alpha, Alpha Tauri. Tauri, we both predicted P5 for them, which, looking back, to be honest, was really stupid. It was a little bit stupid. Because why, as a Red Bull Junior team, would they nail regs? It's true. 
but then the, the like last season, Gasly consistently was qualifying ahead of Ferrari and McLaren. He was qualifying like P five, P six every yeah. single week. So if they kept that trajectory, they could have been all right, but it's really not come together for them. No, it has been a very, very disappointing year, and it's not been helped, of course, because, don't get me wrong, as a team, you shouldn't rely on one of your drivers, but Gasly hasn't really delivered like last year either, has he? Whereas Sonoda's made a lot better progress. Yeah, Gasly had that fifth in Baku, and that's kind of the only highlight, really. Um, But yeah, it's been a couple of points here and there for each of them. Sonoda's been closer to Gasly, but I still think Gasly has had the edge. Um, Although saying that Snowden had that DRS issue in Baku as well, which cost him probably sixth or seventh. Exactly. Right there. Yeah, it's been a weird tale, hasn't it, down at AlphaTauri so far? Because either driver could be ahead of the other in the championship. There's so many sort of what ifs and whens. Mm. But at the end of the day, they just haven't got a car that's meant that both of them can be there fighting for points each week. Well, they've not got a double points finish yet, which I didn't know. Have they not? No. No, actually, that doesn't surprise me particularly. I mean, they've only got 27 points on the board, but mm. yeah, disappointment so far from AlphaTauri. Where are they currently in the Drivers' Championship, Jamie? Just remind me. They are 16th for Sonoda and 13th for Gasly. So we... And I'm, we will have gone massively optimistic on this if you put them fifth. We both predicted Gasly P9. You predicted okay. Sonoda 12th. I predicted Sonoda 14th. Right. So I'm a little so bit closer, closer there. But it doesn't really matter. But not by I mean, a Gasly, lot. The way the championship is, the top 10 are kind of broken off from everyone else. So Gasly could still finish 11th if it comes together for him. Um, but yeah, it's it's not looking like he, they're going to get that fifth place. It's quite a big gap up to even like Alfa Romeo are quite a stretch at the minute. And that McLaren have got three times Alfa Tauri's points. So it's not looking that good. No, no, exactly. In terms, though, of pre-season predictions... Neither of these are looking very good. I said Gasly no. to leave mid-season with no poles and no podiums. You know you what? S- that could be all right. Could still happen. If if Alpine are actually really annoyed with Alonso, there's, they could just sack him. And then I can't go? see them doing that. Well, this video is coming out eight days after we record. So if that's happened... Then oh, if that has it. happened, then fair play. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so I might have nailed the prediction through the most eggy means possible. Yeah. Um, you, however, it's not looking lo- not looking good for yours, is it? Not, one, not particularly. One podium for Pierre, and you also said they were going to completely change their lineup for 2023, Liam Lawson and Dennis Hauger, neither of which so far have really delivered where we'd hoped for in F2. No, not really. Um, the podium for Gasly, he could sneak one. He wasn't far away in Baku, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, let me just check. He was only, he was only thirty seconds off a of post. <laughs> he was only six seconds off a of P four, so that's that's close. Okay, with but both yeah. Ferraris out. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, it's it's not looking likely. But you never know. A crazy race, maybe. A crazy uh, yeah, race. We'll perhaps. move on from Alpha Tauri because Wait, it didn't well. go very well. <laughs> and probably on to one of the feel good stories of twenty twenty two so far, mm. isn't it? And that, of course, is Haas. What a year it's been from Haas so far. You know, we spent a lot of last season saying you know, if they didn't adjust to the new regs, they were basically down and out. And Haas have adjusted to the new regs quite well. It's always a bit weird to remember as well, isn't it, that they're still only sixth? Because we they're can't... Seventh, you, seventh, sorry, even. Because you kind of hype them up like they're sort of fifth or fourth or something like that. Mm. And some weekends they have had the card to fight there, but then other weekends they have been 
kicking around with Williams and Aston Martin. Yeah, it is a shame for all these lower midfield teams because, as we said, the top like all of the points really should be taken by the top five teams. Yeah, but Daniel Ricciardo obviously doesn't count, and then no. yeah, they're really scrapping. It's almost like back in the day when it was eight cars. I think like two thousand seven, two thousand eight when there were eight-point finishes positions, you had McLaren, Ferrari, BMW, and Renault just yeah. locking out the points every week, and it was so hard for anyone else to even get in. Yeah, it is, a bit, it is a bit mad still, isn't it? And really, when you think about it, you've basically still got those four teams, haven't you? Yeah. Um, with yeah, plus a, plus a Mercedes. Plus or a Mercedes. It was back then. Yeah, exactly. And Honda certainly weren't scoring points in 07 and 08 too often. No. no. Um, we were both wildly pessimistic, though, about Haas. I don't even know. Had Magnussen even been at Haas? Yes, when we did this? I did actually okay. check this prior. Magnussen had been confirmed. You went Haas P9. I said okay. Haas P10. So neither yeah. of us were really hoping a lot from them. However, interestingly, I think this was one of the only driver lineups where we predicted different championship order to each other, like who would come mm. out on top in the yeah, inter-team yeah. battle. You said Schumacher 16th. Uh, he is 15th. That's, he is 15th. Almost all right. But you predicted K-Mag 18th. Yeah. I think I just I just thought the year out would be hurt K-Mag a lot more than it has. But he's not that far ahead of Mick. Obviously, Mick's only scored points twice, but they were pretty big points. So, you never know. It's only 10 points difference no. between them. Madison's no, exactly. in 11th, Schumacher 15th. Could, um, could see a bit of a shake-up yeah. still, couldn't we? All it takes yeah. is one mad result, isn't it, for Mick? And ever since Miami... Schumacher scored more than Magnussen, so yeah. Also, again, only because he scored that two big results. Yeah, yeah. And one of them, Magnussen, probably could have, if he really wanted to, still tried to have scored him in Austria. But still, um, I yeah went Magnussen eighteenth, just like yourself. But then went Schumacher nineteenth again. I really wasn't expecting much mm. from Haas this year. Um, so I mean, yeah, really, really good from them so far. You know, we're hoping second half yeah. of the year they can continue fighting their way up the order with a bit of luck. And we didn't actually do any bold predictions for Haas because... They I didn't they announce the... their car until too late, didn't they? No, they were the first ones and we just hadn't got into the swing of things. And it Fair just caught us off guard, Yes, I think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah, I do remember now. Now you've mentioned it. Up then to P6 overall in the oh, championship. Oh, this is my favourite part of the video. Alfa Romeo. <laughs> a team that no one predicted to do quite well apart from their one ridiculously biased fanboy. <laughs> And it's paid off for him. I'm going to go and look at all those comments after this after this recording. I'll see if I can find any quickly for you. <laughs> Imagine if Alfa Romeo exceed expectation and do really well this season. Top comment. Nice. Yeah. Well, I, they were... Everyone put them 10th. I can't remember what you put them. I had the same exact reaction to Matt when I saw Alfa in 6th. <laughs> yes, if you didn't know already, I did put them 6th because I was a massively optimistic Joe Guanyu fan. Um... And to be fair, they've actually smashed it and they are sixth. So mainly down to Valtteri Bottas because Joe has had the uh, absolute luck of, like, well, Fernando Alonso since 2007. So, yeah, it's not gone well for him so far in terms of points. Um, but there's been signs of improvement. It's just a shame that the improvement for Joe came when the car suddenly got bad. Got worse, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm, I'm currently right. I... I think they might have a chance of keeping sixth because they are considerable, like seventeen points back to Haas. Yeah, it's and like yeah. the way that 
as we said, the way the championship's going, the points are kind of locked out unless you get a crazy race. Yeah, you'd basically need, wouldn't you, like Alpine and McLaren both to just nosedive and also two other teams to just go skyward mm. for Alpha to probably... I mean, Haas could, with some decent consistency, close that up by the end of the year. Yeah. But I yeah. certainly wouldn't put money on it by any means. But I mean, yeah, I mean, really, I think the, the big talking point there, isn't it, is, of course, you know, Alpha and Mayo's still struggling a bit with reliability. It's not yep. been their year reliability-wise. So had the most DNFs, I think, of anyone. Lack of talent. Um, but I think a lot of it, of course, is just the fact, you know, we've seen the Ferrari power unit come back on leaps and bounds. You know, it is weird, isn't it, that Alfa Romeo and Haas are very much dependent on how bad a Ferrari engine they get. Yeah, yeah. I think I would trust, like, the Sauber engineers more than a Haas engineers to make a reasonable car outside of the engines which I think we've seen this season, because generally the Alpha has been a bit ahead of the Haas. Yeah, the um, Haas seems to have more peak performance, doesn't it? Mm. The Alpha Romeo seems a more well-rounded car. Yeah, especially low speed. They did pretty well earlier in the season. Bottas has had a couple of... He's had three top six finishes, actually, which is pretty good. Yeah, Spain, he was rapid, wasn't he? Because he was just yeah. miles out in front of any of the other midfielders. Yeah, he was best at the rest quite easily. Um, so, yeah, it's been pretty good. I can't remember you put them in the championship, but I said it definitely ninth. wasn't sixth. Yeah, yeah. along with the rest of the world, who are all wrong, which I like to remind people of. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you do. Uh, in terms of <laughs> championship, though, Jamie... You, you put Joe 20th, and I, I was really did annoyed. put Joe Ryan 20th, because I honestly wasn't expecting anything from him, which is far closer than you. It's not far closer. I think, 13th. It 13th? Yeah. So what he position is, is Joe Ryan So I'm closer, then. You are closer, but it sh- he shouldn't be doing that badly. No. The, the the points don't tell the full story there. And where is Bottas currently in real life? Ninth. Oh, so you said tenth. I said seventeenth. Right, so I'm a lot closer on that one. <laughs> that one you might have just edged me out on. Yeah, that one you might have edged slightly. me out. But I mean, again, you know, a bit like Haas, what a season it's been for Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, sorry, for Alfa Romeo so far. Really have recovered a whole lot better than any of us thought they did. Oh, here we go. Alfa Romeo. I mean, I don't uh, know which one's put... worse. You put zero poles, well, we both put zero poles, zero wins. You put uh, a podium for each driver. <laughs> you optimistic. That might still, no, it won't happen. Right? It won't happen. But you put a Bottas fourth place finish, which he's not, he's got a fifth. Fifth, I think. exactly. Spain. I'm not far which, off. No, it was, no, it was... Um, Emilia Romagna. Oh, yeah, distance. sorry, of course. So I went far right there. Spain. Yeah, yeah. So that one's not bad. And you put Joe is out for 23, which might still happen. I don't think it'd be off the grid. Um, but you never know. I have seen talk of Joe to Alpine, which I'd absolutely love. Didn't he kind of recently saying he left the Alpine Junior Academy for a reason? No, he said, well, it was a misquoted headline. It right. was, he was glad he left Alpine because it got him a seat on yes, the grid. Yeah. But he has no bad feelings towards them. Read your articles, kids. Don't just read yeah. the headlines. Yeah, the clickbait um, is real on that one. Exactly. And I then think... we went overboard on these alpha predictions, I think, because you were trying to rinse me so so hard. Uh, you said 18-5 in quali. I don't know what, what it is. I think it's three to Joe and the rest to Bottas. I think so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, we're not, I mean you predicted 17-6. Yeah. So, we're not far out we could in be terms right of that. quali predictions. Um, the, your, the worst one. however, one, yeah. <laughs> Read that out, Jamie. Let's, let's just <laughs> the, save this. I said Joe Guan Yu scores 75% of Bottas's points. Which, which is ludicrous is because what percentage is he likely. on? About 12? So Bottas is on 46, Joe is on five. 5. So it is about um, 
5 out of 46 is 11%. Oh. But if you count since Joe became a serious driver around Baku... Which we don't, he's, because... He's scored two-thirds of Bottas' points like and going, got screwed over. Let's, that's like saying if you only count the 2021 F season after Mercedes gave Hamilton a powerful power unit. <laughs> he would have won... An illegal power... A rocket in the back of his I car. mean, I watched back Brazil yesterday because I was ridiculous. feeling sad. That was just mad. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to 2022 predictions and laughing at ourselves for being terrible. Um, should we move up the rostrum? Yeah. Have we said everything we need McLaren. to? McLaren. McLaren, McLaren, McLaren. I'm not sure I want to talk about this, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a clue. I think I put them fourth, and they're currently you fifth. You did put them fourth, which, to be fair, is not far out. And they can easily finish. Like, that's one of the biggest that battles is, in the championship yeah, right now. exactly. That's not far off. I said third, ahead of Red yes. Bull. <laughs> Interesting. No. They've currently oh, got me. less... If you multiply McLaren by four... They would still be off Red Bull. I mean, it's still possible. It's not <laughs> over until it's over, Jamie. Oh, it probably is. It's basically the equivalent of play to the whistle. Yeah, yeah. Play from nil nil. Yeah, exactly. I was nil, just down. thinking that. Yeah, play from nil <laughs> nil. Yeah, I think I was like, they're just going to be solidly fourth best. I think I put them seventh and eighth in the championship, if I remember correctly. Yes. Just like well off the top three and comfortably ahead of the rest, yeah. which Lando Norris is right now. Um, but the less said about Daniel Ricciardo, the better. And by the time this comes out, he probably will have lost his seat. He's probably back at Alpine, yeah. Getting, making himself <laughs> cosy. I think I kind of got into a trap of really thinking 2022 could be like the all-new 2009. Where I thought Mercedes and Red Bull are going to completely trip over themselves. I thought Mercedes is just going to like clutch up. But I thought, you know, you'll get a couple of other teams that can really sort of throw themselves in the mix. You know, Ferrari, McLaren get right back there and so far ferrari have done uh, but mclaren certainly haven't no just the one podium so far um but to be fair to norris he's done very well outside of that with the car he has unfortunately it's not quite the heights of last season where he was like third in the championship at zandvoort um <laughs> but yeah for uh for ricardo it's not gone too well he's in 12th no and, and you a long way off yeah so you predicted norris ricardo seventh eighth I predicted him okay. 6-7. Right. So I've got Norris right. Yeah. Uh, and Ricardo has disappointed everyone. Yeah. And yeah, you're only one off on Norris and more off on Ricardo. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I mean... And our bold prediction. Oh, yeah. Ricardo. I forgot about that. Oh, no. Do I want to oh, look? Oh, dear. Oh, no. You put four Oh, don't positions. say it. Oh. That's pretty painful. And one win, which you said would be in Monaco. I thought Which yeah. didn't happen. He owns those streets. Sorry, he Lando Norris, I mean by that. <laughs> they did get a sixth place in the fastest lap at Monaco, which I'm sure is what you meant. It does give the same amount of points, doesn't it? There's 19 bonus points for a fastest lap, yeah? 17 bonus points? <laughs> maybe in uh, maybe in the future at some point. Uh, I put for McLaren zero. Yours interesting. Good. I'm very inconsistent. <laughs> Because in the livery reveal, I said zero poles, zero wins, and that they would lose to Alpine. But then in the actual predictions, I put they'd beat Alpine. Yeah. So I've covered all my bases. So, so you've just been eggy. It's <laughs> what we've established. I'm going to be right in one regard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I mean, we'll talk about where you predicted Alpine in just a moment. But, I mean, yeah, like we said, that battle is still the big, big one, isn't it? Mm. In terms of teams. I guess, I guess you could say Ferrari, uh, Mercedes now as well. Could get yeah, spicy in the second half of the year. 
Um, but yeah, fair play, fair play, JB did did better than me on that one. Let's jump up then to Alpine. I don't think either of us predicted them to lose their past and their future this season over the space of no. twenty four hours. Um, but fourth place so far has been up until after the summer break started a very solid year so far for them. Until it all went Pete Tong when they lost everything they've ever owned. Yeah, all um, they've got now is one Frenchman. Yes, one um, one Frenchman. You predicted Alpine in seventh. I predicted them sixth. So neither of us were really expecting anything from Alpine this year. No. But I was closer. Yeah, I guess we got lulled into the Alpha Tauri hype, and that came at the cost of Which Alpine. Which we really. don't know where that came from. Yeah, I would. I would like to go back and think think through that a bit more. I mean, it is mind. quite funny reading back through some of the comments. Like yeah, some of I'm these sure. are brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Alpine has been solidly, yeah, fourth, fifth fastest. They're getting double points most weeks. Um, so fair play. Uh, currently, Alonso is tenth and Ocon eighth. But Alonso did have zero luck for the first five races of the season. Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know the points gap. I, I expect Alonso to still beat Ocon in the championship if he actually has a drive. Yeah. Um, he will. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he will. But obviously he's off next season, so maybe they'll just keep favouring Ocon even more than they have been. Yeah, where do we put them in the champion in the drivers? So we both available? said Alonso would beat Ocon, to be fair. Which is still yeah. highly possible by the end of the year. So you went eleventh and fourteenth, which isn't far out, to be fair. Okay. I went tenth, so bang on with bang Fernando on. Alonso. There you go. Uh, and thirteenth with Ocon, so not quite as good there. No. But then again, I was predicting a stupidly tight midfield. You were, and it's not been quite as tight as we thought. No, really, no, exactly. Um, but what we predicted very early on in the in the winter break was you went for a podium for Ocon. Yeah, which could happen. Could that's still happen. Not impossible. Oh, I've just read yours. Oh yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, and you also put twelve or more mechanical failures. Get right in there, now, aren't we? They're so. I mean, Saudi to be Arabia fair, was, they've had more mechanical issues. Emilia Romagna wasn't. That was a crash, wasn't it? Because someone hit a side pod. Monaco. Monaco, they yeah, eggs the weekend, didn't they? Wait, Alpine. And then the only one that was Britain where it's a crash again. So they're on one mechanical failure. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Canada, they basically did. They ran out of air. Australia, they they, they basically did. Yeah. Because they had a one in qualifying when he was exactly. going to get pole. Exactly, I'm getting there. Um, I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. That's optimistic three. We'll talk about an optimistic three versus Jamie's absolutely <laughs> insane prediction. We'll start with the best one. I put them in preseason fourth in constructors, which might happen. Might still happen. Very possible. I, I like the fact we're saying might when they're literally there now. They literally are there. Uh, fourth. I also put them at zero poles, which yeah, probably going to happen. I put one win for Alonso, which you egg probably won't happen. <laughs> Uh, I also put Alonso, Norris, and Russell to share a podium, which, if that comes off, will be incredible. But I don't see it coming off really. I mean, if if you, I'm willing to let you predict that for every single pre weekend prediction for the rest of the year. <laughs> I'd probably still beat you overall. So I hate right. the fact you probably would, yeah. Because we <laughs> if would I got just, Russell in the right we position, would, he would we would get just get nine in. races in a row where it's just pure egg, <laughs> and that happens. Yeah. We'll see about that. I might whip it out at some point. You never know. Please don't on the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's jump up then. This let's is, move on as quickly as possible. This is where that. things get a bit bad, don't they? Oh, yeah. Mercedes P3. Now, Jamie, you nailed that. 
Mercedes. Yeah, P3. I put them third. I, I I saw it coming. The porpoising was a big issue, and this, well, it recently hasn't been, but it still is there in the background. They're just running a really high ride height now. Um, I so, yeah. didn't. You didn't. I think you put them to win. If I, I might have put them to win. Which, to be fair, if they continue to hype up their upgrades, 130 points over nine races when you've got the best driver lineup on the grid. Isn't it, it's not likely. Don't get me wrong. That's so much bait in that but sentence. But it isn't. In, I mean, it's true. <laughs> Hamilton and George Russell is the best duo in the grid at the moment. Who's got a better driver line? How good, how many podiums in a row Red Bull are on? That's mad. I was going to say Mercedes had the most podiums in a row, but they don't. No, because Red Bull have got a one or a two every race since Bahrain. Yes. Yeah. Which is pretty mad. But, um, yeah, to be fair, Hamilton Russell is a very, very top duo. Yeah, he's the best lineup at the moment because Sainz has started frauding it because it really was a toss up between. I yeah, mean, Perez you, you could have argued five possible. years ago, or well, five years ago, Daniel Ricciardo that McLaren are right there, but at the moment, George Russell and Hamilton are the only two drivers in a team that are getting everything out of the car each week. Mm. Yeah, definitely, and they've had zero mechanical DNFs yet, which is oh, pretty yeah, incredible. Which is insane. I mean, they could. I mean, let's be fair. Had George not decided he'd just try and murder Guizhou Guanyu at Britain, yeah, they could easily be on what, like three ten, three three fifteen points. They could be even closer yeah, to Ferrari. Probably a top five, top six there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I really want to talk about current predictions for the championship, Jamie, in terms of drivers. Yeah, if I remember correctly, you went for a number eight for Hamilton. Hamilton, which, yeah, should be on for his eighth world title right now. Which he's 112 points short. I mean, again, not saying it's impossible. <laughs> Kimi Raikkonen 2007 style for, what, five race weekends in a row? Yeah. It's not over until it's over. It, Hamilton could still get second. He's definitely on well, one of the form drivers right now, isn't he? So he might still get P2. Yeah, I mean, what Hamilton's thirty-two points behind Charles. Yeah, I mean that Which is... is insane considering how bad Hamilton was for the first well, like six. Well, Lando races. Norris is as, is as well, no Lando Norris is closer to Hamilton than Charles Leclerc is to Max Verstappen. <laughs> that is embarrassing. It's such an eggy championship battle now because there's a fantastic five-way scrap for P two, and yeah. just Max Verstappen. Yeah, it's a bit like 2011, 2013, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know where you put Russell. but I put it... Russell third, which, to be fair, again, could still happen by the end of the year. Yeah, I don't see both of yours coming off. No, um, nor do I. But there we go. I can't remember. What I, if I put them third in the constructors, probably around yes, fourth and sixth. It's spot on. Fourth for Hamilton, oh, but in, sixth I'm for I'm guessing George in the wrong order. Yeah. So it's another one we've got the driver order wrong. Um, yeah. But again, you know, Hamilton had a rough start to the year. A lot of the team was trying to just test different setups on Hamilton's car. Uh, whilst Russell generally went down the sort of more... And Russell had a lot more luck. So. ...more accurate or more predicted route. Um, so I think, you know, it's, I yeah. think Hamilton could still very easily beat Russell by the end of the year, certainly based on form in recent times. Um, but, you know, both of them have ran really good campaigns over the last sort of few races. Yeah, definitely. So I think the less we talk about them, the better for me. Um, yeah, and our bold <sighs> predictions for Mercedes, we were both wildly optimistic um, I mean, in pre-season. I actually, I don't think mine can anymore. Yeah, can you, they? yours actually cannot. Uh, well, one of mine right? can't either. So yeah, you went for six poles, ten wins, and yep. with nine races left, they're on one pole. Yeah. So if the Belgian technical directive helps them a lot, you never know. Still doable. Uh, I went for seven poles, nine wins. So yeah, six more poles, 
and they Nine wins in a row. You never know. <laughs> Definitely possible. The directive takes us back to 2014. It could happen. And then I went, yeah, you went for Merck to not win the opening two rounds, which they were nowhere near um, in either of them. Well, they got in... a podium in Bahrain. Yeah. Yeah. Not very deserved, but there we go. <laughs> a podium's a podium, mate. It's like all of your league racing wins. Well, true. Uh, and then, yeah, I went for two wins in the first seven races, which... Did they even get... They, I think they got two podiums in the first seven races. Yeah, I think so. Bahrain uh, they and then three. Australia. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so again, neither of us neither of us were particularly good with Mercedes. No. I don't think anyone no. expected the downfall we've seen from them this year. Um, let's jump further on then to the bottle jobs themselves. Ferrari. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we've spoke about it enough, haven't we, on the show in recent weeks. Ferrari, they've desperately got to pull their finger out their bum. I mean, let's be fair. You could still end up winning the Constructors' Championship, but none of us believe they will um, because they're going to finish P3 behind Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, they're getting on the 97 points behind Red Bull and on a lot worse form, um, despite still having the fastest car, certainly, in qualifying. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not been the best for Ferrari. It's not this year. looking good. Um, However, I think we bought into the hype hugely. I know. No, well, you did. Oh, great. Here we you go. said Ferrari to win with Leclerc yep. and Sainz P2 and P3 in the championship. So you got Leclerc right. Yeah. And like we said, Sainz is very close to P3, but I don't think he will get it. I think <laughs> I'm almost a wizard. Let me just double Why? check. I think I'm almost... <laughs> you oh, might be I'm actually insane, Jamie. Oh, you put him... I've got Ferrari bang on. P2, Charles Leclerc second, Sainz fifth. I mean, and they're both going to throw second, away those results, yeah. but... They definitely won't finish there now, you said that. Um, I've absolutely nailed but Ferrari yeah, this year. Fair play. You, yeah, you're on it with Ferrari. I predict the bottle jobs. I predict the bottle jobs. Yeah, and the the bold predictions are not looking too good. Oh, no. Uh, are they not? Actually, you know what? You put 12 poles, 7 wins. How many are they actually on? They're on quite a lot of poles, aren't they? Well, I think it's, Leclerc has 6. It's got to be 8, has hasn't one. it? Is it 7 or 8? I think it's 7 poles right now. So you need five more, and wins. They're on four wins. Both so all mine is still certainly possible you, for Ferrari. They could come second off overall, second in constructors. That might happen. Mine's a bit more optimistic for thirteen poles, ten wins, and win the constructors. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Like we said a lot. I'm not looking good though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of not looking good though, let's get into our final team then. Of this rundown, of course, Red Bull Racing, stellar mm. 2022 campaign so far. You know they had a few hiccups early on in the year, but since then they really have stamped them out, haven't they? Throughout most yeah. of the season, you predicted them P2. I predicted them P4, which was in hindsight not great. I was very much on the Red Bull spent far too not much great. time focusing it's on last pretty year. Generous. Not great is yet my pretty generous representation of it. I only predicted them just to finish out beat Alpha Tauri somehow, but you know we move. Yeah, how do I'm I'm so confused by that still. Why were we so optimistic about Alphatari? Yeah, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. But you predicted the Sappen World Champion, which to be fair, good is Looking playing good. out. Is is playing out. Um Sergio Perez P five, certainly again still possible, isn't it by yeah. the end of the year? Yeah, I went with the Mercedes. I went the Stappen fourth, Perez eighth. Eighth place. Did you have Gasly beating no? No. I had okay. both McLaren drivers beating him. Oof. Oof, that's not looking good. <laughs> not not looking great for me. Not looking great for me. But 
You know what? Fair play to Red Bull. They have absolutely nailed the race. They this have. Year. And they've not even like we said it in last week's podcast, they've they've not had to do very much. They just keep getting handed race wins. Yeah. So it's not been like a flawless season by any means. They've just done what they had to. And they're, they're winning both championships. And they probably will win both championships. I'm quite interested, though. I'm just trying to piece things together here, Jamie. You predicted Red Bull to beat Mercedes, despite the fact you predicted Mercedes to win more than twice as many Grand Prix. Oh, well, the the, pre, the early preseason prediction, they were just off the rails. They don't count. I mean, you predicted <laughs> about 30 wins in pre, pre-season I did. predictions. I did. Um, I said three wins or less with no polls. That's not going to happen. You said no. four wins and one poll, and you also said no wins for Checo. So we've both got those royally We're wrong. We're wildly inaccurate. Although Checo only has one, so I'm only one off. <laughs> yeah, but that's even pretty good for Checo. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Three seasons in a row, though, he's won one race. Yeah, he's doing it's well. Going to continue. He is doing well at the moment, certainly. certainly. Yeah, but I mean, what what do we take away from this then, Jamie? I mean, we're gonna have to um, rename the show. Actually, well, yeah. I could I could rename my segment "Knowing Ferrari," which probably I isn't that much mine, of a flex. Knowing Alfa Romeo, I'll take that. There we go. The knowing Alfa Romeo and Ferrari. <laughs> Basically, all the drivers podcast. that I support, I did quite well on. Yeah, and I somehow just egged Ferrari. Yeah. I don't know whether I gave them the kiss of life or the kiss of death, to be honest, with the season they've had so far. But you know what? Fair play. We'll we'll take it. Anything else to add, though, Jamie, before we round out this fun little episode where we go through our time machine? I don't think there is. Let us know what you think will happen for the rest of the season. Um, maybe a end top 10. I've or, just yeah. noticed as well, you predicted 24 wins this season. Yeah, that that's... It's a 2023 20, races? Yeah, 22. 22, now. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Russia. Oh, dear. So, I mean, counting the sprints, that's 25. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> and to be but fair, yes. I'm, look- I'm looking back through it now. I only predicted 22 wins this year, so I somehow knew Russia would get scrapped. Apparently. Yeah. Wow. That is. Wait, that is no. Um, to be fair, by that point, Russia had been Russia had invaded Ukraine, hadn't they? Because that was Feb. Yeah. So yeah, I, they had. I probably did know by that point. Then, yeah. Um, fair but play. What a, what a solemn note to end end the podcast yeah. on this week. Yeah, that's not, not the best from you. No, no exactly. Not, not the wisest. But thank you all so much for listening nonetheless. If you have enjoyed, please do make sure you leave a like and get yourself subscribed. And we will hopefully return next week. We will... Will we be back with an actual... like Belgium GP preview, will it not be? No, we've got one more before that, haven't we? No, I think that, yeah, that is the Belgium no. GP preview, isn't it? Um, but you're away Which still, I'll, so it might be slightly late. I'll be late. at there. So. You'll be at there. Jamie will be yeah. at there. I'll um, be at the Belgium. Yes, you'll be at the Belgium. But thank you all so much for listening. And we will return very, very soon with more knowing Ferrari, Alfa Romeo (laughs) and kind of Red Bull. (laughs) What a snappy title. It's going to get shortened down.